A very warm welcome to Fly to Freedom, an eating disorder recovery podcast that aims to give hope and inspiration to others trapped in the dark prison of an eating disorder. To reach out and take steps to recover and fly to freedom and peace. I'm Julia Trahane, your host, an eating disorder recovery coach who is now living in freedom after 40 years of anorexia, orthorexia and exercise addiction. My mission is to give love and support to anyone who feels ready to start their recovery journey. I hope you enjoy this podcast. I'm very grateful to you for being here. Please like, follow and rate it to enable me to reach others who need help. Right, let's get on with today's episode. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Flight of Freedom. Today's episode is called, but I'm doing this for my health. And when I was in the eating disorder, I wasn't always aware that I had an eating disorder. I guess like deep down, I probably was. But in general, everyday, day to day life, I think I'd kind of buried it and I was in so much denial that I was convinced that everything I was doing was for my health. And I followed all the latest trends and things like keto diets and intermittent fasting and paleo eating, clean eating, and lots and lots of exercise. And I was absolutely convinced that it was all for my health. And health and wellness culture is a massive industry. It's literally everywhere in our daily lives. We're exposed to it from all angles. It's on the TV, on the internet, billboards, doctors, news, supermarkets, the packaging advertises it. And people talk about it all the time. So it's no wonder so many of us worry about our health so much and follow different regimes to try and keep ourselves healthy. You have to excuse me because I am reading notes because I did write all this episode out properly today. Um, So let's look at what health actually is because there is so much conflicting information out there that's confusing us and trying to get money out of us. Sometimes it's really hard to discover what is the right way to be healthy. Because health isn't actually just about what you eat and how much you exercise. Health is lots of different things. There's actually four pillars of health, which are physical health, mental health, emotional health, and spiritual health. And these pillars all work together, and each one is is as important as each other in their own way. And they form an overall sense of well-being when they're all together. They're called pillars because pillars generally hold up a structure like table legs. If you have four legs on your table, it's stable and works well. But if one leg is broken, weak or shorter than the others, your table will be wobbly or even collapse. This is why all four pillars are so crucial. They're all interconnected. All the pillars are as important as each other. So let's look at what the pillars are. We'll start with physical health. This is the most obvious pillar and the only one that most people focus on. This is the pillar about the health of your body and how it feels and functions. When our physical health is out of balance, we can feel tired, run down and just not quite right. Maybe we're not moving our bodies enough or too much 
maybe we're not including nourishing food into our diet so we have or we have a health condition there are any number of reasons why our physical health cannot be as good as we'd like it to be but i think we can all agree that physical health is important because our bodies enable us to experience life if you were choosing to go out on a boat trip you would likely choose a well-maintained boat rather than an old neglected boat with holes in. Simply put, the better we look after our bodies, the more we're able to do. And although it is important to remember that everybody's physical body is different and has different capabilities, this is why comparison is so pointless because we are all so different, so we can't compare to each other. So how do we maintain our physical health if it's not the latest trends and wellness culture? Well, what you eat and how much you move your body is important, as our bodies thrive when they're properly nourished with a variety of foods. This does not mean eating only foods that are categorised as healthy foods. It means eating whatever feels good to you and adding in fruits and vegetables and salads, etc. Not only having them. Restrictive eating is not beneficial unless it's necessary for medical reasons. Moving your body to feel good, but not to punish, compensate or earn food. Physical health is not about trying to control your body size. Rest and sleep are also big factors in physical health. They are when our bodies repair and reset. Pillar two, mental health. The mind is the command centre of the body, emotion and everything we do. If our mental health is out of balance, it impacts every area of our life. Mental health includes psychological, emotional and social well-being. It has an effect on how we think, feel and act, including influencing how we cope with stresses, how we learn and concentrate and how we show up in our relationships with others. We need to take care of our mental health to prevent us from turning to unhealthy coping mechanisms, such as addictions, self-abuse, and eating disorders. We all have times of good and times of struggle with our mental health, but there are things we can do to help ourselves stay well, such as checking in with yourself regularly. Stop and ask yourself, how do I feel? Is there anything I need right now? Such as a rest, a chat with somebody, a walk in the fresh air, or to do some journaling. Taking time to medicate, meditate and treat yourself with compassion and kindness is incredibly beneficial for your mental health. A healthy mind has many, many benefits, including reduced stress levels, improved sleep, improved productivity and creativity, stronger relationships, more energy and motivation. Please do remember if you are struggling with your mental health, you're not alone. There is no shame whatsoever in asking for help. We all need help sometimes. Pillar three is emotional health. And this is often seen as the ability to maintain a positive outlook and cope with life's challenges. But it's also about understanding and allowing yourself to feel 
and express your emotions in a safe way. An emotionally healthy person is able to manage their feelings, set appropriate boundaries and connect well with others. And they find fulfillment in their lives and make value aligned choices. Someone who is struggling with their emotional health may have difficulties coping with stress. They may have difficulties communicating their needs and struggle with boundaries, particularly in relationships. They may also be more likely to engage in unhealthy coping mechanisms. The keys to maintaining emotional health include acknowledging your feelings and allowing yourself to actually feel them, just letting them be there, rather than numbing them and pushing them away or burying them deep inside yourself. Talking about your feelings and emotions with someone you trust can be really helpful or journaling about them can help you understand them better. Using creative expressions such as dancing, drawing, painting, writing, singing, these all help with managing your emotions and expressing your emotions. And also maintaining good physical and mental health has a big impact on your emotional health. Pillar four is spiritual health, and this means different things to different people. It's often seen as a very personal concept, and for some, it may be about faith and religion, whilst for others, it can be a connection to the universe or nature, or just having a sense of purpose in life. Spiritual health helps us find meaning and purpose. It helps us to feel a sense of peace and hope and a feeling of being connected to something, which helps us to find fulfillment and satisfaction in our lives. When we're not spiritually healthy, we may feel that we're lacking in direction, just kind of a bit lost, or a general sense of hopelessness. To maintain your spiritual health, it can be helpful to think about what gives you purpose and meaning, what lights you up and excites you, what do you want to get out of bed for in the mornings? Connection to others and communities that share your values is also important, as is taking time to help others and being kind. Spending time in nature are also great ways of boosting your spiritual health. So we can see here that health is so many different things that all come together to create a whole rounded and healthy person. Through my recovery, I've learned that health is not following the latest trend or fad way of eating. It is not taking hundreds of supplements every day that are guaranteed to make you feel brighter and burn calories quicker or have more energy. It's definitely not restricting entire food groups or only eating at certain times. It's not exercising every single day, often multiple times, or wearing a tracker and making sure you meet a certain number of steps or targets for the day. It's not eating only fruits and vegetables and salads or eating only clean food or organic food. It's not manipulating your body to be a certain size to try and fit in with society. And it's not being in a particular BMI category. To me, Health now is nourishing my body with a variety of foods, including fruits and vegetables and salads, 
but living a life free from restriction. Moving my body in ways that I enjoy to just feel good and just feel happy, not to punish my body or to earn food. Resting when I'm tired, getting a good night's sleep, doing things I enjoy for me. Connecting with friends and other communities that I share interest with. Spending time in nature, walking with my dogs. Being kind to myself and understanding myself and checking in with myself just to ask myself if I need anything. And being kind to others and offering to help people. Acknowledging my feelings and actually feeling them. Setting boundaries that keep me safe. Being in the present moment, just not future tripping or thinking in the past, just now, just being here and now. Taking time to breathe and meditate. Talking to other people when I'm feeling lonely and asking for help when I need it, because it's okay to ask for help. You don't have to do everything on your own. And sharing vulnerability is not a weakness, it's actually a strength. Being authentically me, not changing anything about myself just to please other people. Loving myself exactly as I am. And knowing that I am worthy just because I'm a human and for no other reason. And that is what I see health as now. And that's just so much nicer and feels so much better than the old way I was of punishing myself, of trying to follow all the wellness culture. And none of that helped me. None of that made me feel good. So just be you and just do what you like and just nourish your body fully. You don't have to follow any trends. You don't have to follow any diets. You don't have to exercise madly every day. Being healthy, it's all about being happy when it comes down to it. It's not about fitting in a certain size or being seen in a certain way or feeling that you're socially acceptable because you fit some societal standard. Just be you. Thank you so much for listening today. I've really enjoyed this doing this podcast. Please do like and rate me five stars so that I can reach other people because it makes such a huge difference. Thank you so much. I'll see you next time. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please do remember to give me a follow and a five star rating. This will enable me to reach more people that need help. If you would like to talk to me about how to work with me and you're ready to take the next step, just check out my website at juliatrahane.com. Thank you for listening. I'm so grateful.